memories all alone in the moonlight will you touch me at night time i was fingering them. floss me with your tongue my good daddy i am ready for you to come on me it's a beautiful day what what's happening oh it's the it's the off broadway version of cats <laughs> it's the off off broadway version the off off broadway version of cats that's the red light district version cats oh honey honey i don't know why that song has been stuck in my head for days on end days that on is end. <laughs> nicholas i don't know what what who does that version is it I cupcake I, it, it might have been, but I just sang that own version because in my head, I was like, hmm, let me just say words. And it's it sounds, that is a BAFTA award-winning performance. That girl could never. Because it was, it was going, when you started it, I was like, oh, memory. <laughs> Come on, oh, Nicole. And then, I was, and then I was like, um, okay, this is not the version I know. <laughs> Can we just talk about the fact that none of us has ever physically seen Cats because it is a horror film? Oh, the movie? The movie? Horror film. Yeah, no. Absolutely I'm, not. I did not need to see. Once I saw that um, they have sort of human faces. They're human mm. faces. They didn't even give them a cat nose. No. And then they have they have human hands. Mm-mm, I was like, mm-mm. weird, mm-mm. weird. Why didn't they it's just the, do it like The hills have design? eyes. That was the hills have eyes part three. It was 100%. so strange. I was like, why didn't you just do this and make them all like actual cats and then just get the people to voice act it? Mm-mm. But no, y'all wanted to be foolish about it. Anyway. Mm-mm. And you know James Corden? I was done. I was done. Taylor Swift, me. Jennifer Hart's me. But t- James Corden, I grew up, we draw the line. Done. Yeah, I'm not. I'm uh, done with her. I'm done with her. Mm-mm. Anyway, you want to do what? the intro? Welcome. The yeah, of course. Welcome to the Law Broadcast. It is indeed the last episode of what it feels like the longest month under the sun. Mm-hmm. March mm-hmm. has been long. Five whole weeks. Girl. I know, it's, it's too much. Too Girl. much in March. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But you know what? We're, we're about to enter a new month. The sun is setting at a better time because we are now in our spring motion time. The clock has gone forward. That, lo- that hour of sleep fucked me up, by the way. I can't remember, because I'm pretty sure I was asleep when it happened. Oh, I was fucked up. I just... The when the clock goes forward, I don't know if it makes it worse or it makes it better. I don't know. I don't know this. This. Uh, this. Oh, what is the brain. need for it? What is the need for it? And no, let's get. Like, we're not <laughs> farmers anymore. We no, don't need none of this summertime. No, Just give me no. one clock. Exactly. One clock. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But nonetheless, welcome to Law Brogues. We are here to give you what you need every single week. Another week we are together at last because you know sometimes there's always Dan or Seb or Dan. And someone else, or me, and some random black girl. So it's all something <laughs> over here. Why should we love you, girl? <laughs> we do, we do. Yes, Dan, go on. You have a story for the streets for me? I do, I do. I have a quick story for the streets, and then we'll get into the main part of the episode. This, this episode is going to be just a little bit different, um, you guys, and you'll you'll find out why. It's a but roller coaster, so get ready. L- let me tell you a little story for the streets from me. So, um, on Friday night, it was mm-hmm. my friend's birthday. So we did, um, we got a little get together at his house and then we all went to the 
feel it. You know, Jodie Harsh's club night. Super mm-hmm. fun. Love it. Have a great time. Tell me why I'm stood in this club, okay? This is the quickest story this streets you're ever going to see. I am stood in this club and I turn to my right and I look and I was like, I, re- I recognize this person. They're tall. They're brown. They look like they got some money, honey. So I'm like, who is this? Who is this? So I have another look. And I'm like, girl, that's Naomi Smalls out of drag. Ah, <laughs> no way. No, full thing. So then I, being me, like I can only ever be me, okay? <laughs> I turned to Naomi Smalls out of drag. Because she's like in a hoodie. She kind of like got a hat on or whatever. And I don't know why. <laughs> it came over me to say. You she always call the girls out, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know why. I was trying to tell like we were friends. And I just went, it's okay, girl. No one knows it's you. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then she said something like, oh, that's good because I'm in disguise. And I was like, well, you better work it out. And then I walked off. <laughs> It's very, it's very you. Like uh-huh. when you saw Jade at at, at um at Mighty Hoopla. I told her every, I told her her wig was doing a good job. Yeah, <laughs> you were a mess. I do not like with the Drag Race girls. Anybody <laughs> except Beyonce, I do not get starstruck at all. But I will say something dumb to them. <laughs> you know, can't remind them that uh, while they may be in a league of their own, they ain't in my league. <laughs> they can't be I just, saying I just want to give a quick shout out to Seb because while we're recording this episode, Seb just texted me, which means he probably wondering if you're okay to do the episode, which is lovely. But thank you, Mama Seb. You are, you're yeah, not needed today. We, we we got we got it covered, girl. We got should covered. I should I get into it? Do you know what? I want you to have this moment. Because mm. I think it's very important, and I think the listeners want to get involved as well. But remember, this is you. This is this is you, and I'm here with you. Yes, let's do this. Cool. Thank you. Um, yes. Yeah, so I I spoke to Nick earlier this week because I want to. Part of the reason why I make this show is I just wanted I want it to be an uh, an opportunity for me and Nick to be honest with who we are and how we're feeling Mm -hmm. like kind of publicly um and also you know yeah we we have a good time we talk about dumb shit we get into things we get into your gay nonsense and your gay drama but sometimes like life doesn't set you up in a situation where you feel like you can do that and Mm. this week and well over the last two weeks actually have been really difficult um Mm. because I have had well, not just me, Nick. You knew, you knew yeah. Alex too. Um, yeah. So we have lost someone that we cared about mm-hmm. quite deeply in a very, um, yeah, in a way that's it's difficult to describe what yeah. we're currently feeling. But um, yeah, my my former friend Alex um, was suffering with cancer for the last eight months. I mm-hmm. think it was. Yeah, um, and then we found out two two weeks ago that the cancer was spreading again, and the chemo wasn't going to do anything. So the, basically, they had run out of options, um, and it was just a uh, a matter of days or weeks until he was gonna gonna die. Mm-hmm. And um, he ended up dying late Friday night, the same time I was saying dumb things to Naomi Smalls. <laughs> in a in a nightclub in London, yeah. um, and I found out about it Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, and this <laughs> this has um, conjured up some interesting feelings in me, and I'll tell you why. So, I'm I'm just going to tell a little story for you guys. Um, 
I'd, actually, I don't really think it's for you guys. I think it's more for me. So <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell. Remember, this me. is therapy for the listeners. So this is therapy for you. So let's have it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let me take you back. Um, I can't remember the year, but in my head, it was about seven, eight years ago. Um, and me and my good Judy Troy, little bestie Troy, shout out to Troy. We are in heaven because you know we are young. We are cute. We are palling around in Jeremy Joseph's backyard. Mm. Okay, we are giving him but our, the drinks. Our, are what cheap. <laughs> that we are on 20 Back something then. a year we're on 20, 26k a year or something we ain't making the money but we're giving it to jeremy um, and then we so me and troy would always like we'd pal around the two of us mm-hmm. um and we we often had this running joke of like we got a beyonce because troy troy is the beyonce we got a kelly i'm a i love me some kelly i could be a kelly but we've never got a michelle right we need yeah. to find our michelle who is our third that we're gonna pal around with on the nights out and pretend to be Destiny's child. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one particular night, we're in heaven and we're up in the R&B room and Troy spots from the corner of his eye mm-hmm. this kind of like muscled up, kind of five foot eight, I think was Alex's height. It wasn't too yeah. tall. Um, muscled up Italian guy, literally dancing like no one's watching, just mm-hmm. throwing his, his body around this dance floor, having a great time. Mm-hmm. And Troy, now... Troy probably won't mind me saying that he enjoys um, a little Mediterranean snack. Oh, he loves, you know, if I'm correct, what is that? What is that meal you have? Like a platter? Is it a... A meze platter? A meze platter. That is, that is Troy's delicacies. A meze platter. He (laughs) loves it. If you are from around the Mediterranean, so we took like uh, all sides of the Mediterranean, to be honest. Troy ain't going to say hello to you. (laughs) Troy's on you like white on rice. Absolutely, like a flight of shit <laughs> is on it. Um, so Troy goes. Troy ends up talking to this Alex guy, and um, this <laughs> this actually irritates me because Alex is there with his friend. I can't remember her name. I think yeah. my name might have been Georgie or something. Yeah. And I I basically had settled into my niche as the um, the straight girl whisperer. Mm. So Troy wants to get with a friend, so I have to talk to the straight girl. So it's fine. I don't mind. We have a great time. We have loads of jokes or whatever. But Georgie, this, if her name was Georgie, I'm sorry if I've forgotten it. She was such a tough nut to crack. I was yeah. giving it my best jokes. I was making it laugh. I was trying it my best. I was dancing, dancing. She just would not budge. But Troy and Alex, mm. they were bonding like hell. They were having a great time. Troy was like, did it, did it. I can't remember if they had a kiss. I'd have to ask for clarification. Yeah. But that night we met Alex and we ended up just spending pretty much the entire night just like dancing up in the R&B room and having a really great time. Yeah. Um, I think it was either the next week or the week after. Go on. Did I, was that the night I ran into you when we had that photo? That might have been the same that night. That might have then. been the same night. What were you doing? Yeah, because I I ran into you and Troy, and there's a photo of me and you with Troy on the ground floor. That may have been it the same night. It might have been the same night. But the only issue with that was that like all the heaven nights merge into one. True. Me, so I true, don't know. True, I've got true. absolutely no clue. True. Um, it might be the the next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. But Troy messaged me again and be like, "Hey, that Alex guy wants to know if you want to go if we want to go out again," mm-hmm. and I was like. Yeah, you know, I'm down. Love, love a little dance, and also Jeremy's got rent to pay, and I need to make my contribution. Correct. So I was like, "Yeah, let's go, let's go out," um, and we did. And <laughs> now this is where we we work out that Troy is still trying to work out. You know, what's the vibe with Alex? Is he into him? Does he mm-hmm. want to do anything? Is the kind of thing, right? Yeah. The second night out, mm-hmm. it becomes a lot clearer 
that it's... Alex's intentions are not for Troy. <laughs> <laughs> they were a little on me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to do my my best girlfriend thing and be like, I'm gonna take your man. I'm gonna I'm I'm bouncing You're around. You're very Tony Braxton nice. the story, isn't it? <laughs> I was I was fully trying to be like, girl. If you want him, you have him. I, I'm here to dance and have a good time. But you could you could just tell that the flirtatious energy from Alex was was not going to Troy. It was going to me. And I think Troy midway through was just like, look, I ain't gonna fight the tide if we want. <laughs> so, you know, let me I'm gonna draw a line under the sand with Alex. Yeah. He ain't my that ain't gonna happen. Uh so you know, daddy brought crack on and I was like, No, I'm just here to make friends go. Um but basically what happened from mm-hmm. those um, two nights out in heaven is we essentially created a little like trio and we would go, we'd like go out dancing all the time. We'd hang out separately. And like yeah. we have Alex essentially just like really became part of like the friendship and like a course. It got to the point where like if, if two of us went out and didn't tell the other one, the other one was going to be mad about it. Yeah. We're like, girls, you got to give me a message. I want to go dancing too. Um, And meanwhile, while that was all happening, sort of me and Alex were chatting and kind of like, just, you know, seeing what kind of like, what the vibes were. I remember he used to like come into central to go to the gym with me. Occasionally I was staying at my friend Sam's this time. And occasionally he would like, um, he would, stay with me there um my ex-boyfriend is convinced that i broke up with him because i met alex but that is not the case it was just there was no crossover i want to make very clear <laughs> she put she i love how she put the disclaimer because she was like i am not going to court I absolutely, you cannot drag me over court this one. um and yeah it was like it was really nice and it was really it was like a cute thing to get to know each other but i was very i was very clear like this to me is feeling like some kind of like friendship mostly mm-hmm. situation. Um, not too much on like the the romantic whatever. But um I eventually I was doing a temporary job uh, for three months and my contract came to the came to an end and I had like a bunch of money um because I hadn't really been paying rent, to be honest. Um and Damn, no job. the rich one in the in the podcast group. I, girl, it was the richest I have ever been because <laughs> my bills were so low. <laughs> um, so I remember I uh, I was staying at my mum's and then I was moving mm-hmm. and Alex had a car so he helped me move. So Alex met my mum. Yeah. To this day, she yeah. maintains that we should have got married. Oh she. God adored that man he was so charming when it came to mums yeah i don't know i don't know what his power was but when it was if he was chatting to a mum under the thumb yeah. immediately like he <laughs> uh, wrapped around the finger um so yeah to this day she maintains that we should have got married um and then yeah so he helped me move um occasionally he'd stay over and then i finished my job and i was like i'm, I'm just gonna go to grand canaria i've heard that it's fun um, and I've got nothing to do for a few weeks. So I'm just going to go sit in the sun um, and drink and spend some money. And he was like, oh, cool. I'll come out and I'll, like, I'll meet you out there. And I was like, yeah, I would. Yeah, that sounds really fun. That sounds mm. lovely. So I was out there for a week and then Alex came out for a week. Um, and we essentially had a trial run at being boyfriends mm-hmm. um, in Grand Canaria. And he literally just like, I remember we were staying, we were staying in an Airbnb. And the Airbnb host like, would like check in on us every day. And him and Alex became best mates. Oh. Um, and I was staying on longer after Alex had left. 
And yeah, after like this week of like fun in the sun and dancing and drinking or whatever, Alex left me a note mm-hmm. where he essentially explained that he um, he was just interested in like having a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And I can't really remember my reasoning why now, but I still maintain it was the correct decision on my end. But I basically was like, I I don't want to be in a relationship mm-hmm. with you. I don't I don't feel like that's correct for us. Um, the Airbnb host was like my mum. He was devastated. He was like, Nah, he's so lovely, and like he really cares about you. you should definitely be together. And I was like, There is something saying no in mm. me, and I could only listen to that. Um, I do love when you get into your most congenial answers. It's cute. It's very thank you. Very Miss Will answer. Well, it's very um Valentina. I like to act, thank my mom for being congenial. You're like, what the? You. <laughs> but yeah. Valentina. Um, yeah. So since after then, we like settled fully into like a friend, a friend vibe. There was definitely mm-hmm. some awkwardness about this not being a relationship mm-hmm. um, that lasted for quite a long time. Yeah. But, you know, there was Alex, me, Troy, Doug, George, Johnny once. Um, George, mm-hmm. Johnny got together and we were like, we had a little group with this. These were my gays. These are my boys. Yeah. And literally for years, that was that was it. We had a group chat. We had a nickname. We were called the Herons. I don't. I can't remember why. I think it's because somebody was trying to say holding out for a hero, and they typed holding out for a heron, and it was a whole thing. So <laughs> you know, we those were our boys, mm-hmm. and we used to like we went on trips together. We used to go like nights out, go out for dinners, all of this stuff, like like friendship groups do mm-hmm. over years, and that kind of settled into our new normal. Um, with Alex, particularly, like. I would I would kind of take the lead in like planning his stuff. So like I remember we went on a birthday trip to Barcelona for him and I planned like the whole thing. We ended up we went back to Gran Canaria and I planned the whole thing and mm-hmm. and the kind of consistent issue that kept coming up with Alex was that he has this like he had expectations on me and like mm-hmm. how I should be that he didn't hold anybody else to. Yeah. It was just yeah, he um, he, yeah, he had just this way of like. I remember having discussing it with Troy, and I was like, "Does he does he talk to you like this? Does he treat you like this?" And Troy was like, "No, it, it seems to just be like an exclusive you thing." But we were all like, we were super close, mm-hmm. um, and like some of my like best memories of Alex are at that time. So like, any time we went out dancing, Alex would do this like a good song would come on, and he'd run away. Yeah. run away to a corner and dance for any dance i was like why do you dance with us and he's like i don't know i just get excited and then i run um when he dance, he would get so low to the ground and i was like how do your knees doing this on oh, megan the stallion knees mm-hmm. but uh this is this is why it's getting a bit more complicated for me because we have we had this build-up of like this this me feeling like he just treated me differently to everybody else and like mm-hmm. there was no explanation of why and anytime I tried to bring it up he was like I don't do that I don't do that and I was like but you do but you just do I remember we went to Manchester Pride and he just mm-hmm. ignored me for like days and I remember me and him screaming at each other in the street this was our first screaming match in the street which <laughs> started to become a, like a little trademark which of is our, like, uh, which is two cats with three screaming for food literally <laughs> uh, um <laughs> And yeah, then yeah, we just um, we always we were we were up and then we were down. Um, mm-hmm. And then COVID happened, and we kind of like, I think what happened with a lot of people is like we kind of just like didn't 
have the kind of drive to yeah. keep in touch with each other mm-hmm. um as much as we could um and then so about just over a year ago me and alex fell out to the point where we were like we're not going to talk to each other anymore mm-hmm. at all like we're not we're not going to be friends um and it was over he had a birthday that for some reason i wasn't invited to oh no me and troy weren't invited to mm-hmm. and that was very confusing because Troy, like Troy and him have never really had that much of an issue. Mm-hmm. And they they have stayed close until the end. And Troy was a bit like in his feelings about it. But I, having dealt with Alex for these many years and being treated this way, did not care about it until it got back to me that the, the words were being told that I was causing an issue. I was like, girl, I was chill. I've, I've, I've yeah. dealt with this a long time. I know what you're like. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we ended up having a, a massive blow up Troy's 30th birthday party mm. again screaming, screaming at each other in the street um and yeah we we basically said to each other that like we don't have a friendship and um, we're not interested in having one mm-hmm. and then I think it was July or August Alex got his diagnosis mm-hmm. and me being a stubborn idiot basically said like I'm not going to message him or reach out to, to mend things for a few reasons. Number one, he's going to get over it. And when once he's over it, we're not going to be friends again. We're not going to be friends again because, like, the issues will remain. Like, we're mm-hmm. still the same people. We have the same friction. Mm-hmm. So let's not... Let me, let me not pretend that I'm going to be his friend just because he's sick. Mm-hmm. And I was like... And I don't think there's a way of me having that conversation that doesn't make it all about me and us when really he's, like, he's got this massive thing to focus on yeah um so i didn't i didn't message anything and i was it was a lot of that was just i was a hundred percent convinced that he was he was making it out of this Mm -hmm. um because why wouldn't he why wouldn't he i think we all were to be fair yeah yeah um and then two weeks ago he it was it became clear he wasn't Mm -hmm. and i like i swallowed my pride my stupid, stupid pride. And I sent him a message and I said something along the lines of like, I'm so sorry that this whole thing has, has happened to you. And I'm so sorry that I spent a year just being so ridiculously proud and convinced that I needed to be right and that I'd made a good decision when actually we we could have just spoken it through mm-hmm. and understood each other. And then we could have spent a year, you know, being mates and hanging out mm-hmm. and I could have been there for you through this whole thing. So I just apologized. And I was like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. It's happening to you. Yeah. And like, he'd had me blocked on basically everything. So I was like, I'm not, I won't be surprised if I don't get a response. And he replied the same day and he was like, yeah, we were, we were both really stupid and I'm sorry too. Um, and then he said that like, <laughs> he, he can't, obviously he can't dance anymore, but, he just, he wants me to keep dancing. And every time I hear it, every time I'm out on the floor, I just like do it for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so Alex was our Michelle Williams and he loved the song Say Yes by Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've basically listened to that on repeat <laughs> since uh, since yeah. he has left us. Um, and it's... It's super difficult to to lose a friend when you're young. Mm. It's yeah. also really difficult to 
to have regrets about how that friendship went. But there is a lot of peace in knowing that at the end of the day, we made up as best as we could with each other. And yeah. he knew that there was there's no hard feelings on my end. Mm-hmm. The way I, I thought about him was, yeah, he was the, the way I was trying to describe it. Because um, I've like spoke to people who knew him and they're like, he was so lovely and he was so sweet. I was like, he was all of those things, but he was also a bastard. <laughs> but he, <laughs> he was a bastard to me, but he was my bastard to me. <laughs> and um, we might not have got the chance to hang out again or yeah. or to to pretend that we were best friends anymore. And not deal with what happened and like the real consequences of, of deciding to end a friendship. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm very happy that he's at peace. Mm-hmm. I am gonna miss seeing him and hearing his ridiculous opinions on life and yeah. um, his very strange opinions on relationship. Yeah. I've heard Alex talk before and I was like, girl, shut up. He was so dumb. <laughs> Party that time he was talking about you shouldn't drink tequila, it's not good for you. And I was like, girl. Just take the shot. Sh- <laughs> he was so stupid. He had just the weirdest, the, we- the weirdest opinions on things. Um, and like those opinions go with him because yeah. he's he's not with us anymore. Um, yeah. So I just want to say again, Alex. Like I am so sorry that it it took getting to this point for me yeah. to get over myself and to reach out to you i'm so sorry that this happened to you and you were far too young and you're never gonna dance again but he he said for us to keep dancing and whatever your dancing is like whatever makes you happy and bring mm-hmm. fills you with joy and and makes you smile and surrounds you with people that you love like make sure that you keep doing that mm-hmm. um and yeah if anybody's lost someone like it it's it's not easy and there's mm-hmm. no right way of dealing with it um yeah but i hope that like hearing this stupid story of how me and alex met and what our friendship was yeah. um and how it ended could just like be a nice distraction for people as they're mm-hmm. trying to grieve for this because my my heart is so broken yeah um <laughs> and, and yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have anything else to say. But Alex, this is this is for you. I, uh, I fucking loved you, man. And then I hated you, and I loved you again, and I hated you. And you were lovely and sweet and stupid and <laughs> insightful and mm. a, a bastard. <laughs> and you were my favorite, standing on the street screaming at each other, partner. Um, yeah, and. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say about it yeah. except I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss you so much. Yeah, but you know you're you're out of pain now, um, and my mum still thinks we should have got married. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, you can take the show. From well, here. I, I am glad you had that moment. <sighs> I am glad that you found solace in that moment as well. <sighs> And also, it's very therapeutic. But also, I think, like most friendships, friendships are like an like an unplanned marriage. You fight, you argue, you disagree. Like, this is why. I don't know if anyone's ever met me. If you haven't met me before, I'm telling you now. Dan will tell you. 
I always tend to live in the moment. Like I'm always like, let's do that, let's do that. Because this is a prime example of you never know what's going to happen today, tomorrow, wherever. So this is why I have always been who I am. And that will mm-hmm. tell you, there's always, I'm always like, yes, let's do this. Let's do that. Because the moment you might say no, might be the last moment you might actually get to do something. So yeah. let us just be, to anyone listening out there who, you know, might be de- dealing with grief or lost someone recently, just know that there's always things you can look back on and be like, you know what? Okay, we could have done this better, but the moments we had were beautiful and you could enjoy that. And yeah. Dan, I I mean, I only, I only met Alex a handful of times, but every single time I, I like we, I and Alex had a fucking dance off. And of course, you know, I won because you know. <laughs> <laughs> let's be real girl. <laughs> but it was always fun. It was always fun. It was always, it was so always fun. <laughs> it was always fun. And it was always, it was always a good time. And, you know, yesterday I, when I was starting work and I, my manager asked me, I was okay. And I just broke down into tears. And I was like, I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, and I think it hit me from the sidelines more because I think I kind of saw everything happening while you were like dealing with your own thing. So, and I, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to like tell you what was happening. So I just kind of kept my mouth shut. I was like, you know, I'll just like watch from the side and hope, hope for the best. That's what like I did. Everyone did. And with that being said, Alex, I know for, I'm so happy to have met you. I'm very glad you get to bless. So like I've seen the reaction online. People's life has been touched by this story and it's so lovely that the things you've said, the things you do and you have le- a legacy. Or you'll be able to have a good time and that is such a nice moment. And I know for a fact, wherever you are, even if you turn into a tree, if you come back as a bitch, we will still love you nonetheless. So wherever you are, Alex, if you could see here this podcast, we're putting one up for you, girl. Yeah. When Jesus said, Girl, I, I, Alex, I don't know at what point I'm going to be following you, but when we come back, you better be a squirrel in a tree and I'm going to be a deer in a forest and I'll headbutt your tree to annoy you and you better throw nuts at me. Okay. Tom and Jerry. I know. I want the rivalry to continue to the next life, girl. Correct. Correct. Ah. Uh, Right. Oh, thank you. No worries. That's good. I'm glad if you let that out. Um, I have something to tell you actually. Uh, Go on. A bit of change the a bit of a change the pace. Um, do you want do you want stories that I that I love or stories? Actually, no. Let's get into let's get into Fly Girl. Let's get into that. Okay. Let's get into that. <laughs> let's get into let's go let's get into the flow. Let's go yeah. with the flow. Um. Cool. Uh, just to get timing, I think we've got like five minutes left of the show. So I'm right. sure we can we So can float I'll, just, I'll give like one que- I'll just give like one thing and I can get into Dan's question from the girls. Um, Flow released a new banger and me and Dan was like, yes, this is the song of the summer. Then they're talking about men and then we listen to the lyrics. Face crack. Face crack. Baby, we love the energy that we, you know, we love to see women, we as gay men, queer men, non-binary, transgender, we love to see women win. But not everything has to be bashing a man. Girl. 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 This is four songs you bashing men. It's not, it's not about the, the bashing of the men, right? Bash the men all you want. Like, men ain't shit. We need to maintain it and keep it. What I've always said for, whoa, ring light gun. 
what I always said to about flow, right, is Jesus ring light. There we go. Um, what I said about flow is I love the sound. Mm. I love the vocals. I mm. love the look of the mm. girls. But I need something that's cute for the girls in the summer. Correct. And it's just like, and this song, Fly Girl, 100% that. Bangs. 100% that. You got Bang. Missy Elliott on it. Emily K was in her bag when she was writing on this one. Like, come on now, girls. But you then you do listen to the lyrics, and I'm like, Girls. I mean, we've come a long way from cardboard box, though. <laughs> yeah, but it could have just—it could have just been like I'm out with my girls, I'm having a good time. The club is jumping, jumping. Everyone, I look cute. I feel, but it was, but it wasn't. It was I'm out with my girls, and you hate it because you don't like it. Um, I look cute, and you can't take it because you ain't no, you ain't a man for me. You ain't got the money for this. And I'm like, ah, oh, just. Just one song, one <laughs> song where the man is not the, the focal point, mm. ladies. You are what? They're like 22, 23. Yeah. Girls, <laughs> come on. Get, get back on the streets and have yourself some fun. Oh my God. Who is this man? <laughs> what is he? Stop giving him all this power, please. Know, true. Very Give true. Give me some cute for the girls. Cute for the girls. Cute for very, the girls. Very true. Very true. They love but the, cute, song is a, the song the is song, a hit. Song is cute. I love Fly Girl. I love the, the Destiny's Shell aesthetic. Um, before we wrap it up, Dan, I have a question from the viewers. Jake, if you listen, this is for you. Jake would like to know, this is because, of course, the girls want to ask. Does Dan enjoy sucking dick? Oh, Okay. Um, really good grab bag episode here. Grieving and then does Dan enjoy sucking dick? Um, does J- Dan enjoy sucking dick? So I love the game came for you this week. <laughs> it depends on what dick. Okay, so I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to be like put myself out on the apps and talk to anybody and be like, just let me, just let me suck on it because I. It's, it, it, it's not. It's not my ministry. Okay, I don't think I'm very good at it. Um, it's. It's not the it's thing. It's not your genesis. <laughs> I know. I remember a few months ago just being at a little, like, party, being a party, and things kind of sp- spilled out of hand. Mm. But I was just sat on the sofa, like, the observing. Act, as we told you. Yeah, observing <laughs> this chaos that was happening around me. And there was this one guy who, like, the song Throat Goat, about him. He, I was looking at it like, madam, <laughs> this level, this ability level, and I'm there, like, you give me a lollipop, I'm gonna be like. Bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> so, um, Not a guy, Andra. If I like you and I'm feeling it, I can get down with a little sucky sucky. I have very sensitive tonsils as well. Oh, not and this! Will, like my throat will feel terrible for a month if I, if I taste a dick. So. Um, <laughs> I love yeah, when the girl is like, she's grieving. We can ask her these questions. She will answer. <laughs> but it's it's not my strongest skill when it comes to bedroom antics. Okay. It ain't it ain't gonna be the thing that's gonna blow you she's away. What? Who said that? Oh no, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because you do you know what the skill I oh, look, look, Listen, I have quite a lot. <laughs> I, I have quite a large tongue. I'll leave it at that. Should we end the show? That's the show. Um, so that's been the little <laughs> back of the bus and every single thing under the sun. You can find us every single week. <laughs> not you, not not a real life liquor tongue. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listeners, just so you know, I, I, I stuck my tongue out at it. Not lick a tag. Close the damn show. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here, right? You can find <laughs> It's Nick Chubb on Twitter and Instagram. Don James on Twitter and Instagram as well. You can find Lil Brown Pot. I'm terrible. You can find Lil Brown Games Podcast on every listed podcast. And we will see you next week. Have a good, have a good, let's go. (laughs) I literally... I literally just saw, you know, like in my head, I'm, I just saw, you know, when Misty throws the ball, lick a tongue, comes out the ball, lick a tongue. That's exactly who I saw you as. <laughs> Gotta lick them all like a stamp. <laughs> I'm done.